Hey, good, good afternoon, everyone. I'm glad that you're joining today. My name is Matt Gemmerit. I'm uh, the worship arts director at the Carnegie Free Church. Uh, just our, what we've been trying to do is just every day over the lunch hour is to be able to give uh, people an opportunity to be able to get off of the news feed, to get off of uh, um, the usual social media, you know, things that might be causing anxiety, um, fear, and, and for us to be able to just dig into God's word together. Um, so yeah, very, very glad to be joining you today. Um, I titled this one, Worship in the Storm. Um, there's uh, several psalms that I go to quite often. Um, you know, there was a, a couple weeks ago that Pastor Scott uh, talked about the psalms. And uh, even though I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet, I just do know that just me, for me personally, uh, the psalms are just an expression. Uh, because we humans have emotions, they're very normal. We feel fear, we feel anxiety, we feel anger. And the Psalms just give us an opportunity to be able to express those properly uh, before God. And uh, there's one Psalm in particular, and it's, it may not be one that you're familiar with today, um, but I hope it's one that blesses you as it has blessed me over the past year. So it is Psalm 29. And uh, just uh, maybe just give a little background on why this psalm means so much to me and how even in time five years ago, how it applies to me now. Uh, so five years ago was when I came across this psalm and it was a time when I was just really uh, going through, uh, there's just several different instances that happened in my life that were causing me to um, just feel loss and sadness, uh, you know, Six years ago, my wife and I, we were struggling to get pregnant. And uh, even though it didn't really affect me at first, um, it really hit home five years ago, April 15th in 2015. I remember this, that my grandma passed away. And then the very next day, my wife's grandfather passed away. And then two weeks later, there was another family member. And I was just feeling this overwhelming sense of loss. And... Uh, you know, that, that was just a personal instance for me. You know, we all have different things that we go through um, on a day-to-day -day basis, but I think collectively we might be feeling this sense of loss. And that's where God really taught me about worship within the storm. And that's, I can, I can point back to this instance of just deep growth. So I want to take you to this Psalm whatever storm you might be walking through right now with COVID-19. Um, it, it's different levels for everyone, but it's uh, we are all walking through a storm right now. Um, so I want to go into Psalm 29. And uh, I'll just talk about this in different sections, and I'll, I'll try to break it down because there's a lot of uh, imagery with it, within this, but uh, it, it speaks to, to our worship. So Psalm 29, beginning in verse 1 and 2, it says, Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory that's due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. So I think what I just want to begin with is that worship at its very foundation begins with God. You go to Genesis 1 and God created the world and he created everything in it and how it was to order and everything was to fall uh, under him and we were to bring him glory and everything that we do. Worship begins with God. 
but if we're honest, there's several different things in our lives that can creep in that can undermine that. Uh, there, there's this principle that I that I go by is that whatever you worship, you transform into. Second Corinthians three eighteen talks about, uh, and we beholding the glory of God are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. So whatever you put your hope in, whatever you worship, you begin to transform into. And uh, just thinking back five years ago when I was struggling with wanting to be a father, this just kind of crept in like, oh, maybe this is something that I am putting above God. Maybe this is something that I, uh, not intentionally, but maybe God was revealing an idol in my heart. So uh, let's go to Psalm 29 and and continuing on. This is where David, he's the, the writer of this psalm, and he begins to talk about the imagery of a thunderstorm. Now, I'm sure there's some of you that are watching right now. Um, you love watching thunderstorms. Um, we love being able to see the thunder. We love being able to see the lightning. We see power and we see might happening. And this is what David describes in this psalm, and he ties it into what we put our hope in. Um, so Psalm 29, beginning in verse 3, this is what it says. I love this. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. So just kind of break down what's going on here. The cedars of Lebanon were what the Canaanites um, at this, you know, they were a group of people during this time that were located close to Israel. And just in my study of this psalm, the cedars of Lebanon were where the Canaanites believed their gods resided. And it represented the power of the nations. And here David is describing this, that the voice of the Lord breaks these things. So just even thinking about now, um, the way that the, our world has just come to a halt. All the nations of the world have come to a halt because of this virus. And to think that um, just even within the midst of the storm, you know, and just as Adrian has said in messages, you know, we don't believe that God has orchestrated this virus or that he's punishing any group of people, but he may be using this trial. He may be using this to speak to us, the voice of the Lord. And, you know, whenever I come to this, this passage and whenever any difficulty arises into my life, it makes me pause and to think, okay, God, what am I putting my hope in right now? What perhaps am I worshiping? And God, is your voice trying to speak to me here in this moment? So continuing on in, in, in this psalm, starting up in voice, uh, verse 7, it says, The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. And then here is where it you know, came to me personally, this next verse in verse 9. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks 
and strips the forest bare, and in, in his temple all cry glory. You know, I, I mentioned it just a little bit ago, but, um, you know, when I was going through that trial five years ago, when I just needed to stop and to just listen, and, you know, fatherhood is a great thing. And, you know, I've, I've been able to have the blessing of having two kids. But at the time, um, God was revealing to me that I was making uh, too much of it, that I was putting my hope in uh, just maybe even my image of that, the, of being a father. And, you know, at the time when the death of my grandmother and my uh, wife's grandfather within two days and then losing another family member two weeks after that, it just caused me to pause. And, you know, when it, when it says that the voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare in that moment, I was feeling that like the things that I was putting my hope in were just kind of collapsing. <laughs> they were collapsing. But what it made me realize was, and in his temple, all cry glory, where it says in this Psalm, what my heart was really longing for was to go back to what verse one describes, that we need to give God glory, that we need to ascribe to him the glory due his name. And even in the midst of that trial, God was kind of rearranging some things for me to where it made me stop and pause and to realize what my heart was really longing for, and that was to worship God. So, you know, I brought up some personal experiences for me today, but just with everything that's going on with COVID-19 and um, how everything's being rearranged and as people are, have lost jobs, um, they're being furloughed, there's change of income significantly. You know, we may not be able to do the activities that we've once been able to do um, and maybe for a while. Is this causing you to pause? And is this causing you to sit down and to listen to God's voice, what might he be speaking to you? It's causing me to do this right now. Um, you know, I, I've come to the Psalm over many times over these past five years for when my heart gets anxious, for when I feel anger, for when I um, feel a loss of hope or just feel a loss in general. What are you, will you go to God and will you sit and listen to his voice? Because he will speak to you. He will speak to you. He'll whisper to you. And may it uh, just grant you peace. And this is where the, the psalm ends, where it says, The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. So he sits over the storms of life. The Lord it is enthroned as king forever. And these are going to be the final words that I'll, I'll leave with you today. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. So worshiping in the storm, in the midst of the storm, when we don't feel peace, uh, when we listen to the voices of people all around us, when we go to the news and, um, you know, and we can get some helpful hints from there. But if we overwhelm ourselves with that, we don't overwhelm ourselves with the peace of Christ. So this is just what I want to encourage with you today is worship in the storm and just listen to what maybe you might be worshiping unintentionally. You know, we don't bow down to the idols that they, you know, we, when we think of idols, we think of, 
you know, carving it out of wood and stone and bowing down to those. But there's things that we give our devotion to. These things, there's things that we give our hope to. And when they collapse within the storm, the voice of the Lord is still present. And he is still present with you. Will you go to him? Will you listen? And uh, my, I pray that God will give you strength and peace today. Well, thanks for, uh, for listening. Um, I hope that Psalm was a blessing to you. I encourage you to go to it, to read it, to study it. Um, again, it's Psalm 29, and uh, it gives us uh, just a way for us to learn how to worship in the storm. You know, as we do these Facebook Lives, we just want to be able to provide any updates uh, that our church may have or if there's anything in the community. So uh, um, we do uh, live streams of ministries and service at this current time. Um, so tonight, um, Carrie Carpenter, she's our Women's Ministry Director, she does a live devotional. And that will be at 6 p.m. tonight. And if you would want to view that, uh, if you're a woman in our church or in our community, um, go to carneyefree.com slash live. And that, again, that starts at 6 p.m. And uh, you'll be able to join into that. On Wednesday, Men's Forge, led by Brian Klein. Um, he does a, uh, a devotional uh, for Men's Forge at 6 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Um, um, so if you're, again, if you're a man within our church or within our community, I invite you to join that as well. And then also on Wednesday night, um, Jordan Heinrichsen, who's our pastor of student ministries, he does um, a service uh, with, uh, and there'll be music, and then he does a message, and then there's games. So if you're middle school or high school, uh, I invite you to join in on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And our Sunday morning services are at 9.15 and 11 a.m. Join in on carnatefree.com slash live or through Facebook. Uh, we have a bilingual service at 1 p.m. on Sunday as well. And then our college ministry meets at 6 p.m. Uh, online uh, on Sunday. Um, so, again, you can go to carnatefree.com and uh, get any updates on uh, ministries or services that we may have. And then also, uh, you know, we just wanted to be able to partner with uh, different uh um, organizations in our community. And there's one um, that I would like to highlight today. So Buffalo County Community Partners. I, I actually, I did my internship with them uh, back in uh, 2010. Um, it's just a great organization. And if you go to www.bcchp.org slash COVID-19, um, it just takes you to a, their website where they have just different resources, different links that you can follow for uh, financial assistance. Um, they have uh, uh, links for uh, mental health services, um, info for financial support. You know, there's so many different things that we um, are made aware of, of where we can receive help. And this is just a helpful website. Um, to where they can point you in the direction. And it's just on one web page um, to where you can find any resources that you may need um, within our community. Um, you know, this is a time for a devotional to study God's word, but this is also a time um, for us to be able to pray together. So if there's anything specific that you would want us on staff um, to know, um, anything, if there's a personal prayer request that um, you didn't want to type into the comment section, but if uh, there was a, a specific one, um, you should be able, you can uh, uh, email at prayer at carneyefree.com. You know, if you leave a name, a number, an email address, um, 
whether it's staff or uh, people from our prayer team, um, we would uh, we would love to be able to connect and, and pray with you on that. But but even in the comments section here, you know, if there's any prayer requests, and, and I'll go through after um, today, and I'll, I'll I'll look through and uh, I'll I'll pray for those for you um, and with you. Um, so yeah, if there's any prayer requests that you might have, just encourage you to be able to to type those in, and uh, and we'll pray with you today. So uh, uh, as I leave off today, um, you know, there's, we, we try to leave off with just praying for a specific thing. And uh, I did this a couple of weeks ago, but I, I would like to do this again today just because my, uh, my heart is uh, on our teachers and then also for parents who are at home with their kids and uh, just trying everything that they can do to, uh, to homeschool and to uh, take the resources from the school and to be able to walk alongside their kids and to be able to teach. Uh, my wife is a teacher. Uh, her her brother is a teacher. Her parents were teachers. Uh, sister-in-law is a teacher. Just uh, there's a lot of teachers connected in my family, and um, you know I I hear uh, just the conversations that they have and you know what they're trying to do the best that they can do to be able to um, to continue the education uh, of our kids in this community. Um, so uh, I'd just like to pray for that today and um, just to be able to just encourage you that um, just as you're doing that, whether you're a teacher at, uh, in the Kearney Public School System or um, a private school or a home school, uh, just continue to encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, the, you, I, even though they may not express it, you know, the kids don't, don't have a way to express it, but um, to know that what you're doing is helping them grow. It is helping them grow in a time when things are uncertain, when our whole world has been turned upside down and we're doing things in a different way, but to know that what you are doing is benefiting our kids and uh, just helping them in their education. So I'll pray for that today and then, uh, and then we'll be on our way. So God, I do thank you for uh, our teachers. I thank you for, um, the moms and dads and caretakers at home who are um, just doing the best that they can with the resources that they have to to educate their kids. And God, I just pray that you would give them strength, God, and that you would give them peace uh, to know that um, as they press forward in this, that um, the, the love that they showed through their students and to their kids um, will help them grow and to know that, God, that you will bless it. Um, so God, I just pray for them in that, that, um, you know, as this continues, even to the end of May, um, God, that, that our kids would be able to learn and that they would be ready to go into the school year next year and that they would be even stronger and that our, our teachers, as they band together, as they're meeting over, over Zoom or, or Google, that God, that they would grow stronger as a staff and grow closer to one another and God to be able to go into the school year next year to know um, that they that they were together in this. God, I, I pray for um, just uh, the strength and peace that comes through you in, in these hard times. That God, to know that we can go to you and that as we go through the storms of life, that God, as we worship you and as we go to your word, you transform us and you strengthen us. So I pray peace and strength over uh, your people today and anyone who may be watching this, God, uh, to know that you love us, 
that you strengthen us and that God, that you are our provider and that you sustain us. So God, I thank you for this and uh, pray that as we begin our week, that we would glorify you in all that we do. God, I love you. Pray these things in your name. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for joining today. Again, we will be on live tomorrow at noon uh, for another devotion and another time of prayer. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. All right. Have a great day, everyone.